This week in KMA Land Preview, I'm Mike Peterson. Another week, another episode of As the Turbine Turns in Page County. This week, both opponents and proponents of wind turbines made their respective cases for a proposed wind turbine project. At its regular meeting Tuesday evening, the county's Board of Supervisors discussed Invenergy Shenandoah Hills Wind Farm Project with Page County Horizons and their continued concerns of the company's permit application. Mary Ann Gibson is a landowner in the Lincoln in Morton Townships. Gibson asked the board who would hold Invenergy or a respective project owner accountable for complaints filed by residents or companies such as KYFR for signal interference. The ordinance states that the owner-operator, which is Invenergy or a company to which they sell the project, receives a written complaint and takes reasonable steps to respond. My question is, what next if the issue isn't resolved? That's not spelled out in the ordinance. Have you, have you thought about or who would, where would that issue go? Who would be responsible? Well, not a county resident, Lisa Lawrence, says she was speaking on behalf of several friends in the county, claiming they had been bullied or coerced to withdraw their land from the Shenandoah Hills project. One concern many residents raise is how companies dispose of the turbine blades, typically made of fiberglass. Lawrence's companies in the United States continue to find different ways to recycle the blades, including global fiberglass solutions, which converts the materials into eco-poly pellets. Pellets can be transformed into a variety of products, such as warehouse pellets, flooring material, or parking bollards. Based on its demand forecast, global fiberglass solutions anticipates being able to process six to 7,000 blades per year at each of its two plants. And you want to guess where those plants are? One's in Texas and the other is right here in Iowa. The Iowa plant is located in Newton. Additionally, Lawrence's companies such as Mid-American Energy are partnering with Carbon Rivers Incorporated out of Tennessee to recycle the turbines rather than landfilling them through grant funding from the U.S. Department of Energy. Fremont County residents mourn the passing of a county official this week. Funeral services take place tomorrow for longtime Fremont County recorder Jennifer McAllister, who died last Friday after battling cancer for more than a year. She was 46. A lifelong Fremont County resident, McAllister worked in the county recorder's office for 24 years, the past 11 as recorder. She was also a staunch member of the Farragut Fire Department for 24 years and taught hunter safety courses. In a 2018 Meet the Candidate, interview, McAllister told KMA News she sought re-election because she enjoyed the job. I enjoy seeing the people and just helping the public. Um, we sell hunting and fishing licenses. We do an array of things, birth, death, marriage certificates, land transfers, hunting and fishing. It's just something new every day. McAllister's funeral services take place Saturday morning at 10 at the Waterfalls venue at 907 Hartford Avenue in Farragut with interment of the Farragut Cemetery. Visitation is today from 6 to 8 8 p.m. at the Marshall Funeral Chapel in Sydney. Developments on two major issues took place at this week's Montgomery County Board of Supervisors meeting. First, county officials continue to explore inspection services for a proposed carbon pipeline project. Officials with Snyder & Associates made their pitch to the supervisors Tuesday morning. Christina Paradise, a construction technician based in Snyder & Associates' Fort Dodge office, outlined the company's services and responsibilities with inspecting Summit Carbon Solutions proposed CO2 pipeline planned for a good portion of western Iowa. Paradise says she would serve as the company's main point of contact during the inspection process. I've been following the IUB filings pretty closely and 
I'm aware there's quite a bit of controversy and I own property in Iowa. I wouldn't want the pipeline coming across my property either, you know, so I have a lot of empathy for the landowners and, and we intend to inspect this project like it was our own property. After considerable discussion, the supervisors took no action on the inspection proposal. Supervisor Donna Robinson says the board must review information from other companies expressing interest in providing inspection services in recent months. While the carbon pipeline issue is still hot in Montgomery County, alterations to the county's solar energy ordinance are now in place. Earlier this week, the county's Board of Supervisors unanimously approved the second reading of proposed amendments to the county's ordinance governing future solar projects. Board members then waived the amendment's third reading, putting the proposed changes into effect. Members of the county's Planning and Zoning Commission proposed the changes following a series of meetings throughout the last several months. All more on these stories and others on This Week in KMA Land, Saturday morning at 8.30 right here on KMA.